God will give you victory, that God will answer you in the day of trouble. God will send an answer. Lift your voice and pray in the next five minutes before I begin to preach. Talk to God. Lift your voice and pray. Lekete loko sagrata ba, ma pali kota ba hazeas, kela dele be kapali kotaas, zeke bali atapaas, zagada bragado sagada bahaya, entala babani kosa brandi kataas, zedele kadani mo sagrada ba, legedele me kapapahata bahaas. Lika pakatalaba, rababa kasata kayas, lega de bahadu keteas, labraga dasuke anta, belega zebelega de, lega de leba katayas, lebroko satapa. May the Lord grant you victory. May the Lord grant you victory. May the Lord grant you victory. Lago shagabahaya, rababa bashagada, entalaba papeko sagranda. Yes, Lord, hear us, Lord, in the day of trouble. We pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you will hear us, Lord, in the day of trouble. We pray in the name of Jesus for your people, anyone online praying along with us. Lord, any form of trouble, any form of struggle, any form of circumstance, any trial of faith, we are praying in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you will grant success, you will grant victory, you will grant breakthrough as we wait on you, Lord. In the day of trouble, Lord, hear the cry of your people. In the day of trouble, Lord, hear our cry. In the mighty name of Jesus, come through for your people. Come through for your people. We calling upon you, Lord. Leke teleme kapaya, antala katabaha, ipala gadosa grata, ipeleke teleme andas, apala babani antas, ekolobo sapaya, adili katata imalata, ekapala bapa, legede makadusa, impapali kataya, akeleme kapahaya sa, entala bosa branda, adini mi andosa, impapaya. Kataya, Adele Kapalianta, Legedea Kapaya, Adele Mekapa, In Tapani Mosa, In Nadusaya, Ladea Kata, May the Lord hear you in the day of trouble, Apalago Sagrakata, In Telele Makapa, Adinimi Adabasa, In Paliato Sahaya, E Katatia Kalaya, Apapo Maradada, Legeros. Grandi anta e katatima karadusa indele kapaya. May the Lord give you victory. 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 Adele me kapa. 
Zagadababa, Ekatalabaha, Ekolobo Sagra Kataya, Indale Kapaya. We pray in the name of Jesus. Somebody pray for two more minutes. Pray that the Lord will hear you in the day of trouble. The Lord will hear you in the day of trouble. Lagababaya, Legedo Sagada, that the name of the Lord will defend you. The name of the God of Jacob will defend you. Antapahaya. He's the defender of the defenseless. Apele kayada legrega baba lezuka intaka raba baba indadusha katahaya. In the name of Jesus, makata kahaya sir. Father, we thank you. Thank you for answering us. Thank you for tonight, as we delve deep into your word. Let your glory be seen. Let your grace be released. Let help come from above. Let your word come to us in power. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat wherever you are. And if you are joining us online, thank you so much for joining. We are wrapping up the teaching on I refuse to die. I refuse to die. It has been a great teaching so far. God has taken us through a very great time through his word in the part one, in the part two. And in the last part, we're going to see a very beautiful conclusion of what God wants to let us know. We began by looking at two main characters and they have been our focus of study through the subject we looked at Paul and Stephen. How Stephen died because few Jewish people stoned him. And how Paul survived because even though a whole city has stoned Paul. And we realize that it is a choice to die. Stephen chose to die. Stephen lifted his hands and committed his spirit. And, and the Lord received him. But Paul refused to die. And we looked at two things. We said we're going to look at two things concerning this particular subject. The first one we looked at last week was that destiny attackers arise from unexpected people and unexpected situations. And we looked at it very beautifully. But today, because we are wrapping up, I don't want to go back into last week's sermon. If you want to listen to that teaching and you need to listen to it in order to connect to what I'm going to teach tonight. So tonight we are looking at one lesson, one more lesson from what we have been looking at. I refuse to die. Lift your right hand and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me tonight. Let your word come to me. Let your inspiration be released. Let my heart be enlightened one more time in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The second thing we are looking at is that surround yourself with the right people. If you don't want to die, if you don't want to get stuck in life, if you don't want your life to come to an end, not really even in terms of physical death, but if you don't want your life to end 
you must surround yourself with the right kind of people. Many people miss out on destiny not because they didn't want to make it in life, not because they didn't want to succeed, not because they didn't want to prosper, but because they surrounded themselves with the wrong people. And tonight our lesson is that we must surround ourselves with the right people. With the right people. Acts chapter 14, verse 19 to 20. Acts chapter 14, verse 19 to 20. Open your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 14, verse 19 to 20. The Bible said, But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, not even the crowd, crowds, they came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city. Supposing that he was, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered about him, now note, note it very well. He said, and when the disciples gathered about him, give me the ESV version. When they gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city. Hey, somebody who was stoned and they thought he was dead. The Bible said, when the disciples gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city. And on the next day, he went on with Barnabas to Derby. I don't know what you are going through and I don't know the impact. I may know a bit because definitely there will be financial stress. Definitely you might have lost a loved one. Definitely you might have lost a job. Definitely certain contracts have not gone through. Definitely certain happenings have been delayed. But look, the Bible said after... Now go back to the previous verse. I'm going to work this thing out. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and having persuaded the crowds, give me the message version. I want you to get something. So as for Stephen, the Bible said, few Jews people stoned him and he gave up the ghost. I told you dying in affliction is not humility. It's not obedience. You must have a defiling faith. A faith that will defy the odds. The Bible said, Then some Jews from Antioch and Iconium caught up with them and turned the fickle crowd against them. And they beat Paul unconscious. Stephen was conscious. He gave up the ghost. Paul was unconscious. Dragged him outside the town and left him for dead. The next verse. But as 
the disciples gathered around him. I pray that in your day of affliction, in your day of trouble, you will have the right people surrounding you. You will have the right people in your company. In the name of Jesus Christ. As they gathered around Paul, an unconscious man, a man near death, a man considered dead. But when the disciples surrounded him, the Bible said he came to and got up. He went back into the town and prayed for you in the name of Jesus. When they rejected you, they will begin to look for you. When they said nothing will work for you, you will, they will see you prosper in that same place. When they disqualify you, the Lord is qualifying you. When they said you were failure, the next time they saw Paul, Paul was not unconscious. Paul walked back into the town. I I am praying for you. Refuse to die in this situation. Yeah, refuse to die in this circumstance. It is painful. It is difficult. It is understanding. But I came to challenge you. You can survive it. You can prevail. You can overcome in the name of Jesus. Paul was unconscious. But the Bible said the disciples surrounded him. Who is surrounding you? Who is in your company? Who is your neighbor? Who is your comrade? Who is your personal person? It will determine the outcome of your destiny. It will determine whether the fire will consume you. It will determine whether the wind will carry you away. It will determine the kind of decisions you're going to take. The kind of steps you are going to take. But the Bible said the disciples surrounded Paul. And all of a sudden, the man got up and went back into the town. Who is surrounding you? Who talks to you? Do you have people who fuel your foolishness? Do you have people who fuel your ignorance? Do you have people who challenge you into sin? Or you have people who opens up destiny to you? Or you have people who speak wisdom to you in your state of anxiety. Or you have people who hold your hands to your next level. Or you have people who speak wisdom into your life. Who is your friend? Who is standing with you? It will determine the outcome of your life. You can refuse to die by changing your company. You can refuse to die by changing your connections. There are some people around you if you keep them in the day of your affliction, you will die because they will have nothing to offer to you. The Bible said the Bible didn't say the multitude surrounded him. The Bible didn't say some Jewish surrounded him. The Bible specifically said, but as the disciples are praying in the name of Jesus, may the Lord help you to locate the right company. May the Lord help you to make the right friends. May the Lord help you to make the right connections. Somebody shout and receive it in the name of Jesus. Maragadabakatakatayas. 
your association will determine what you will be associated with. Your association will determine what your life will be associated with. If you surround yourself with faithless people, nothing of faith will be seen in your life. In the company of faithless people, you will never have that testimony of faith. You need to surround yourself with people who speak faith for you to become a faith man or a faith woman. You surround yourself with people. All they do every day is to talk about politics, is to insult the president, insult Mahama, insult whoever. And all that you talk in the day as a tongue-talking believer, as a spiritual man, as a child of God, all you talk about from morning to evening is NDC, MPP. You cannot be a man of faith. In the company of faithless people, you cannot be the one with faith. If you surround yourself with fools, you will die a foolish death. The apostles, the disciples, the believers, they surrounded Paul. May you have friends who will not see you in your weakness and change you. They will, may, may, may you not have friends who are selfish. May you not have friends who will desert you in your day of trouble. May you not have friends who will desert you in your days in the manger. May you not have friends who will desert you when your glory is not on you. When Apostle Paul was on the floor, unconscious, the Bible said the disciples, they surrounded him. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that your company will not be weak, that your company will not be porous, that Judas will not be found in your company, that Ahithophel will not be found in your company. Somebody shout, I receive it. The company will keep you keep will determine the destination of your life. The company you keep. The company you keep. I believe they stood with Paul, I believe, in prayer and faith. They stood with Paul in prayer. You see, you can go into a meeting and you'll be ministering to somebody, the person will not have faith. But your faith will compensate for the person's weakness. That is how come God could not kill Solomon. That is how come God could not deny Solomon the throne. Because David, eh, David had left a legacy between himself and God for his son. So though Solomon lived anyhow, there was something that withheld God from striking. The company you keep. Solomon was Solomon, not because of what he knew, but because of David. He had a good father who had a link with God. Who is your father? Who is your friend? Who speaks to you? 
The company you keep will determine the actions you take. When the son of Solomon took over, he came to them and said, Oh, me, eh? <laughs> my finger is thicker than my father's waist. Why? Because he went into the company of ignorant, unwise, and foolish friends of his. That if you increase the tax on the people and take more taxes from them, then you'll be more powerful and richer than your father. It was a bad, wrong, evil counsel that divided Israel into two. You must refuse to die by identifying and choosing the friends you keep. Our problem is that we don't know what to say no to. We don't know what to say yes to. We want to please everybody and we just cannot cut off from bad company. You should be able to say this person is not bad but I don't need him. This idea is not bad, but I don't need it. Are you following me, somebody? And Jesus turned and rebuked Peter. Peter, your idea is very sensible, but it is not spiritual. It is not linked to my destiny. If I came to make family, to give birth to five children, and marry and build a house, and own estate, that is fine. But look, my destiny is on Calvary. What you are saying is sensible, but it's not destiny approved. The most dangerous people around your life are the people closest to you if you don't take care. Because they have the greatest access to your life, they can occupy your destiny path. Refuse to die. Don't die in this shame. You have what it takes to survive. And not only to survive and to manage, you have what it takes to overcome and rise and come out a flying color. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Nobody will cry over your head. Nobody will pity you from today. Nobody will have sympathy on you. You will be celebrated. You will be congratulated. You will become a benchmark. You will become a status quo. You will become a, an inspiration because what you are going through is preparing you, is preparing you, is shaping you, is molding you into the perfect image in the sight of the Lord. The fire destroys others, but to you, it refines you to give a higher price for your life the fire. It must not kill you. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, my best friends in the Bible, they walked out of the fire, the value on their life went up. If you survive this fire, the value on your life will go up. It will go up among the sons of men and it will go up in the annals of the kingdom. If you die in this, 
you have died a natural death and it will bring no glory. Refuse to die. Tell yourself, I refuse to die. Tell yourself, I refuse to die. I refuse to give up. In the name of Jesus. I believe they stood in prayer and praise for Apostle Paul. There are some brothers when you fall, they will come and laugh at you. Two no apostle. Two no. They say, don't preach. You are preaching. They say, don't go here. You say, you go. No, no, look at them beating you. They are now unconscious. Get up and let's see. These brothers did not do that. They surrounded Apostle Paul. And I believe with all my heart. Because when you look at how they reacted when Peter was in prison. They closed up and they were praying. When you see what Paul and Silas did in prison, you see that they were praying and they were praising. And one of the courtiers of the early church, what they knew, you know, the sign of a disciple is prayer and the word. Prayer. Prayer fellowship. So when they gathered, when you asked chapter 2, they were gathered in the upper room. They were praying. So I believe when they surrounded Apostle Paul, they were praying. Glory, glory, hallelujah, glory, glory. And something was being generated. I pray in the name of Jesus. Anybody at the point of giving up, anybody at the point of saying, God has not dealt well with me, anybody at the point of giving up in life, I decree and I declare, you will not die, but you will live to declare the glory of the Lord. Somebody lift your right hand and shout, I refuse to die. I refuse to die. Jesus did not die in a manger. I will not die in a manger. I will move from my manger level of life. And I will end up on the throne of glory. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in this house. When you are in the company of your enemies, in the day of your affliction, instead of them interceding for you, they will intercept your life. In the day of affliction, may you not be in the company of Judas. Yeah. In the day of your affliction, may you not be in the company of an Ahitophel who has sweet allegiance. In the day of your trouble, if you found yourself in the company of your enemies, who is your company? Where are you? Adam, where are you? Where are you? In the day of your affliction, if you find yourself in the wrong place, among the wrong people, trust you me, instead of intercession, you get interception of your destiny. May the mercy of the Lord give you a divine escape in the name of Jesus. Joseph, in the company of his own brothers, but bitter brothers, jealous brothers, envious brothers, angry brothers, because Joseph had the coat of many colors. They didn't get some. Listen to me. Life is not as you think. In life, you can begin with somebody and the person will outrun you. It doesn't make the person better than you. That is his destiny. 
discover your own. He had brothers, but the father never gave any of them the coat of many colors. It didn't mean that the father did not love the others because there was a purpose and there was a great assignment that Joseph was born for. Reuben could not do it. The others, Benjamin could not. It takes a Joseph. Eh? It takes a Joseph to go into a foreign land to bring glory to God. But they didn't understand. So when he was in the midst of jealous, envious, there are things God will give to you that will provoke enemies for you. Your own brothers will hate you. Your own sisters will hate you. Unwarranted. But in the midst of wicked, bitter, jealous, envious brothers, they left Joseph in the pit. They threw him in the pit. They were not satisfied. They sold him into slavery. Look, I don't know who I'm talking to. They put him in the pit. They sold him into slavery. All their actions could not cancel the glory God has purported for Joseph. Joseph did not die in the pit. You want to die in the pit? Joseph was sold as a slave. Don't let God look like a bad father. You are looking for a child, but God has given you a husband. You are looking for a job, but God gave you a certificate. You are looking for a land, but you have a house you are living in. Don't behave like God is a wicked God. Joseph was in the pit. He was sold as a slave. Though he carried the garment. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know, but I know I'm talking to somebody. Though he carried the garment of many colors. Sign, signifying favor. Signifying favor. But at one point, when you say, where is Joseph? Oh, Joseph, you don't know. We've sold him. He's a slave in Egypt. But Joseph refused to die in the prison. Do you know what it means to go into prison? Surround yourself with the right people. People of God. Woe unto you when good men do not show up in the day of your trial. Woe unto you when you are almost dying. May God always provide on the spot for you a helper, a good Samaritan, a good man, a good woman, a good company. I declare in the name of Jesus, may God release a good company to step into your life and wipe away your tears forever. Somebody lift your right hand and say, I receive it. the days of your hardship refuse to die. Refuse to die. The other day when the prophet died, it was not beautiful. 
refused to die. Refused. Paul was stunned unconscious. May the mercy and the strength of God always put you into remembrance that even at the point that you have to give up, even when you choose to give up, the mercy of God will connect to your destiny, assess your destiny, evaluate your destiny. If you have not finished executing the destiny, may you be denied death in the name of Jesus. May you be denied death. Stephen had no apostle around him. Stephen had no disciple around him. He had enemies around him. He had enemies. But Paul had disciples surrounding him, praying, praising, shagadaba, legrapata, lekataba, atalaba. Unto the Lord be the glory. The man was unconscious, but they were praising God. The man was unconscious, but they were quoting scripture. In the day of your trouble, you don't need to quote any man. You need the word of the Lord. You need people who look into your eyes and tell you the righteous man shall fall seven times, but he will rise up again. You don't need this person said this. You don't need this person said this. You need the that say of the Lord. It is when the Lord speaks into your situation. I prophesy a cross over your life. You will not die. You will not fail. You will not give up. Receive a bouncing grace. In the name of Jesus, you are bouncing back. They should give you some few months, some few weeks, some few years. I decree and I declare with the stone that the builders rejected uh, is becoming the chief cornerstone. Uh, the houses they wrote off, uh, the house is going to uh, uh, occupy and be uh, inhabited by grace and mercy. I prophesy over your life uh, what you lost is nothing. What is coming is bigger. What you achieve is bigger. I declare upon your life a divine revelation, a divine wisdom. Let the heavens open upon your life. You will not die in this, this sickness and in this situation. In the name of Jesus. What killed others will not kill you. What destroyed others will not destroy you. What caused others to give up will not attack you. When they attack you, you'll be stronger. You will be firmer. The more you are attacked, the more the qualities of the Holy Ghost comes alive. The more you are attacked, the more you shine. I prophesy over your life, just as David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it may be the shadow of poverty, the shadow of sickness, the shadow of discouragement. I declare in the name of Jesus, you are coming out of COVID as though nothing called COVID passed through your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Stephen had nobody standing with him. Only the people ready to kill him. If he had some brothers around him, maybe by a, an eye contact. Stephen was not unconscious. He prayed. He knelt down and said, into your hands I commit my spirit. Paul 
was unconscious. At the end of the day, Stephen was dead. Paul did not die. Paul had people surrounding him. Who is in your company? In your times of crisis, may God give you good men. May God give you spiritual men. May God give you destiny changing men. May God give you destiny changing ideas. May God open destiny changing doors for you. In your days of affliction and crisis and hardship and difficulty, may destiny blessings be released upon your life in the name of Jesus. I love this part. When Delilah was cutting off the dreadlocks of Samson, listen to this part carefully. When Delilah was cutting off the dreadlocks of Samson, if some good men came around, it would have stopped. He might have seven dreadlocks, and maybe Delilah might have cut two. At least it would be left with five. Because that five would have saved his oil and saved his vision. I pray for you watching me. In the day of your vulnerability, in the day of your affliction, in the day of your terrible experience, may the Lord send good men your way. May heaven intercept the agenda of the enemy. May heaven open the light of glory upon your life in the day of your vulnerability. Somebody give the Lord a good clap in the house. I am sure that Samson had gone into hiding with Delilah where nobody can find them. He made the work easy for Delilah. They were there alone. And by the time he woke up, who is in your company? How will you survive in the hands of Delilah? Her ties are beautiful. Her lips are beautiful. Her skin is smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will not survive. By the time you put your head on her chest, You've gone to Jerusalem, gone to Tripoli. You've gone to South Africa to dance the Jerusalem dance. Oh, by the time you are coming back, you see that they are singing. Tan, tan, and they are carrying your coffin away. <laughs> you, 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 you can't survive in the hands of Delilah. Who is in your company? The destination of your life can highly be attributed to the people you worked with over a period of time. I'm not surprised I'm a preacher because 98% of my friends are preachers and were preachers. Who are you working with? When Delilah surround you, you will lose your vision. You will lose your oil. You will lose your assignment. You will lose your glory. Who is around you? Who have you connected to? Which well are you drinking from? Proverbs chapter 26, 27 verses. Madagatakataya. Let's push it. I will finish this today. Proverbs 27, 6. Whoso diggeth 
27.6. Know this. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. An enemy can give you a kiss, Jude. <laughs> and you know, the fact that the Bible used deceitful, it means that it, it, it looks nicer than even the kiss of a friend. It looks preferable. But the Bible said, the kisses of an enemy, some, for an enemy to kiss you, it means that you love that enemy, but the enemy doesn't love you. I'm preaching. For an enemy to kiss you, if the person loves you, he will not be your enemy. But for an enemy to kiss you, it means that you love that person, but the person does not love you. So his kisses or her kisses are deceitful. They are preparing you for slaughterhouse. Delilah said, put your head on my breast. It's nice. But every second is a dreadlock gone. Am I preaching? The kisses of an enemy is deceitful. You can, and you see, this type of enemies, their company is very sweet. But it's deceitful. But faithful are the wounds of a friend. It's better for a friend to wound you than for you to go for a kiss. I don't want to go deep. A kiss is pleasurous. It's a moment every normal human being will love. It's a pleasure time. Whose company are you in? Pleasure-seeking people. See, if, 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 if the devil wants you and you love pleasure, you make his work easy. It's easy for pleasure-seeking people to be crushed in destiny than destiny-pursuing people. Because though the enemy will come after a destiny pursuer, God's grace will fight off the attacks. But if you love pleasure, Absalom will kill you in a party. I'm preaching. Refuse to die, not just by prayer. Refuse to die by your head. Refused to die. He said, the kisses of an enemy. Give me the GNT. Quickly. He said, friends mean well. Even when they hurt you, they mean well. Your pastor means well. Even when I hurt you, I mean well. You can go to the hospital. I mean, I remember when my second born got a deep cut around his neck area. Thank God he didn't touch the artery there. When we took him to the hospital, 
and they were sowing that because they have to sow it very fast. The bleeding was too much. The boy will be screaming. But look, even though he was getting hurt, I was holding him. I mean well. I meant well. Some of us don't like a company that puts you on your toe. Some of you don't like friends who look at your face, hey, Roland, what you are doing is not good. This kind of character is not, not good like a Christian to do. You don't like. And eh? he's too critical. What kind of friend is it? You're always critical, uh, critiquing, and they, you're using big English, critiquing, and, uh, and judging. Uh, we have the spirit of discernment for what? Hello? If you're if you watching me, I don't know why God gave us the spirit of discernment. To do what? To judge! Udibat. Ubrada say Udibat. Jai. Stop quoting scripture and scaring everybody. So he should watch you changing the prostitutes every time. What type of brother is that? He said, friends mean well. Even when they hurt you. But when an enemy puts his arm around your shoulder, watch out. When an enemy puts his hands around your shoulder, Jude, come. Hey, social distancing, sit down. <laughs> he put his hand around your shoulder. Hey, this is my brother, my covenant brother. Hey, now there is popular. My covenant brother. Yeah, you are wonderful. Effect. Oh, this is my covenant brother. Oh, covenant brother. Because, because he knows where you have been going. You, you know, so the two of you are keeping your secret. Covenant brother. You know the word covenant. It has become cheap. A kasaka crab, oh my brother. After the social media, any cheap, oh my brother, my brother. The word brother, and it's like you have some personal, oh Jesus Christ, save this generation. Fake, real covenant brothers don't show it on social media. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't need to publicize that you are my brother. For people to know that, or for you to see on social media, say, oh, the way Pastor Prince is telling everybody that I'm your brother, I am really the no, no, no. The real ones, eh, they don't make noise. No, no. I'm preaching. I have uncovered something for you. But when an enemy puts his hand, that means the person is close. For you to be able to put your hand around me, that means you are close, but I don't know that you are an enemy. May the Lord on earth, anybody around you, that is an enemy, but you love the person. Yeah. It's good to love your enemies. But the Bible said one day, when Jesus saw, you know, Jesus was performing miracles. So miracles! The Pharisees saw it. Then the Bible said they withdrew them. Because of time, I, I can't go there. Matthew 12. I think 14 thereabout. But don't change the scripture. They formed, the Pharisees went to form a council immediately. For what? 
to kill me. Oh, yeah, Papa Nzu. And the Bible said, when he knew of it, he ran away. <laughs> Jesus! But he said we should love our enemies. He should have gone to pound fufu with them and ate with them. But the Bible said, when he knew that they formed the council to kill him, it's no humility to die a foolish death. He ran away because there is a death of value. He must die for mankind. And it was not in the hands of the Pharisee. He must die on the cross. I'm praying for you. Don't become vulnerable to your enemy and be quoting and we should love our enemies. Don't be vulnerable because you will die a foolish death. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I'm preaching. Now also, when the Bible mentions the company of apostles, the company of disciples, something rings in my spirit, the church. But before we do that, I want the message version of Proverbs 27.6. I feel I preach it. I'll be wrapping up in 15 minutes. The wounds from a lover are worth it. If your husband wounds you, it's worthy. Hey, pastor. Lucy, Lucy. The wound from your wife is beautiful. It's awesome. That is why God even chastens us. It's a blessing for your father to chasten you. If your father is not chastening you again, eh, he has washed his hands off you. With tifie, ono mame no papa tifie, udi rough omo kebioma. Jack, you should be worried. So if you're a Christian and you are fooling around, not serious, doing everything when they catch you, oh, the grace, grace of God, grace, grace, grace. The wounds from a lover are worth it. Kisses from an enemy do you in. Hey, message. This one is a tree man who wrote it too. <laughs> Give me the NLT. I'm looking for something. I saw it during the week. NLT. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Many kisses from an enemy. Enemies can kiss you. Yeah. When Judas kissed Jesus, it was unto death. When the disciples surrounded Paul, it talks about the church. Paul was unconscious, stoned near death, but he found himself in the midst of the brethren. The Bible never described what type of brothers they said disciples. Mm. It is better 
be surrounded by weak Christians than to be surrounded by mighty, worldly people. If you look at what was happening in the church of Corinth, you won't call it a church. Church of Corinth, where the spiritual gifts were manifesting on. But somebody went to sleep with the father's concubine. And the church said nothing about it. That means that it was some normal things that were happening in the church. But that was the church that the spiritual gift was taught. Paul had people surrounding him talking about the church. The church. Look, you cannot survive as a Christian standing alone. You need a church. Even if they born you an orphan in the natural, you have to be adopted into a family. If even nobody adopted you, when you grow, you want to marry and raise a family. You cannot be a stand-alone Christian and survive certain battles. Look, a lot of the people that detach themselves from their church fellowship online and all that WhatsApp during the COVID, I can tell you, they backslided. Their fire is off. They are struggling to go to church. They are struggling to fast. They are struggling to come for weekday meetings. They are struggling to be involved with kingdom work again because look, you cannot stand alone. You can be on fire in church. You think you have arrived. Pick yourself out of the co-pot fire. You stand alone, you quench. Paul found himself in the midst of the disciples talking about church. Where two or more are gathered in his name, there he is in the abyss. Matthew 18, 20. So as the disciples surrounded him, that was church. The Bible said they move and they grow from strength to strength they that appear in Zion. Zion is the place where strength is released for victory. Zion. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. I will always use blessings, mother, as a testimony. She was at the verge of death. Or death. Or death. Who you? To death, 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 die. I was there, so I know what I'm talking about. We were there from 10 p.m. to 4.35 a.m. And around 2 a.m., the woman started talking. My property is here, my property is here, my property is here. 
take care of this small one, take care of the, and the paws were dropping. Bah, 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 bah. Were you there? Uh-huh. But you were there. Say you did. Now you were chasing. You did the already. So. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be there? Like they suck you long time. Had to call some consultants, some white people. We thought the Oyibo Oyibo people would come and say, Oh, date when they came. They gave up. They started pulling out the tubes, but we were there. Paul was surrounded by disciples. We are not, we are not holding scissors and knife. But we are carrying weapons. We're not shouting. We don't know what we're saying, but we're praying. Before they realize. And it didn't, it wasn't five minutes to know. Just like three hours. Praying. In that affliction, give up all that you have to see victory. Because provision has been made for you. If you die, you'd have wasted heaven's resource. Before they realized, the poor started going up. 85, 95. The woman was up again, sweating, sweating. The man was, you can ask him. The man doesn't joke with me. The man was shocked. The doctors were shocked. Everybody in that hospital up to today are shocked. Don't give up. Don't die. Refuse to die. Stephen died because his enemies were surrounding him. And he gave up early. But Paul was unconscious. And the disciples had gathered around him. Church, when you see a brother who has fallen, who is unconscious, who has lost strength, it talks about loss of strength, loss of fire, loss of commitment, loss of the love of God. Some of them have left the church a long time. Some of them are struggling to come back. But they don't know how you, you react to them. But when you stand at that gate and you see that brother, that sister coming, I want you to walk to the person and say, Charlie, we miss you. Where you go there? Charlie, Charlie, we miss you. That is what happened to Paul. The brothers surrounded Paul and they were praying. They revived him. Sometimes the disciples were not strong people more than Paul. I'm preaching. Sometimes you see pastors preaching, but they have a lot of wounds behind them while they are preaching. If they turn their back and show you, you will cry. The only way a pastor will fall is when the church is pastoring don't pray for him, but they only drink from him. Apostle Paul was unconscious. The brothers didn't throw him away. 
Eh, they told you not to go to that town to preach. Do no. You say the Holy Ghost led you. Holy Ghost has led you and be there. They didn't do that. They stood with him. You can take us back to that verse. Acts 14, verse 20. I'm wrapping up. God, give us brothers who will stand with us in our time of affliction. There are people going through a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things. They are unconscious. They've lost strength. The church brothers must stand by them. We must stand by them. Look, same faith fellowship is very powerful. The four lepers, they were of the same faith. That is why when one said, why should we sit here and die? They clicked it. Same faith. They were all weak. They were all lepers. It's better to be of the same faith. To be in the company of the same faith. Why should we sit here and die? Something entered into them. And unanimously, they began to advance into the camp of the Assyrians. If the church will survive after COVID, because you have been able to stand, you have been able to survive, not because of your strength, but the mercy of God located you, and you can still hear the message of God and interpret it by the Spirit. It's not because you knew what to do. It's the mercy of God. And if a brother has fallen, and a sister has fallen, some of them have gotten pregnant, and some of them have entered into some lifestyle. Some of them have lost their jobs, and they have given up on faith but if you are standing you got to gather around the brother gather around the sister and give some strength to the sister give the Lord a clap offering wherever you are refuse to die refuse to die refuse to die the name of the Lord is a strong tower you see that was the greatest inheritance David gave to Solomon yeah that was the greatest inheritance David gave to Solomon. Today in my study, I got to know that Solomon didn't write all the books of, Solo, of, of Proverbs. The last two was written by Aga and King Lemuel. And I realized that one of the statements in the mouth of Solomon was the name of the Lord. And that was an inheritance that David gave to him. I'll show you that verse. And I'll show you something that will help you fight this thing. Because between now and December ending is a strategic period. Incubate yourself to emerge again. Incubate yourself. Because a season is coming. And that season will suit those who prepared and incubated themselves. We have all been battered. But out of the battering, just like the five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins, they were all delayed. They all delayed. There was delaying to all of them. They all saw delayance. The spirit of delay hit them. But when the season came, only five of them were prepared. Between now and December ending, reinvent yourself. 
Reincubate yourself. Remove yourself. Allow the Holy Ghost to work on you because the season is coming for the prepared. Ah, declare upon your life. Refuse to die in this affliction. Refuse to die in this mess. In the name of Jesus. You will never find apostles and disciples in the disco and the nightclub. You will never find apostles and, 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 and disciples in certain places. You will find them in the church. There is strength. Sometimes I will be driving to church. I don't know what I'm coming to preach. I'll be driving to church. I'll have a sermon, but I don't have the strength to preach. And somewhere, somehow, as I enter the church, something wears on me. I don't know about you, but it might have happened to you. You are coming to church. You don't have joy. You are just despaired, but you just felt like just coming. But as you entered into church, praise and worship, prayer, opening prayer, roses of Sharon, ministering, pastor begins to preach just the words, the first words, and, and before you realize something is like something has worn on you. That's what I'm talking about. May the Lord renew your strength. May the Lord quicken your spirit in the might the name of Jesus. Become a friend of the house of God. Become a friend of the name of Jesus. Psalm 92 verse 13. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of our God. Planting is directly connected to flourishing. Your planting is a determinant of your flourishing in the kingdom. Don't be so worried about breakthrough. You get planted. A mango tree's vision is not to see mango. The vision is to get deep roots. Because when the deep roots are in place, the fruits will come. Our problem is that we are looking for the mango fruit when we are not deeply rooted. I pray any tree that is not deeply rooted will be uprooted by the storm. But in this season of this prophetic word, you will not die. You will not lose focus. Your light will not be quenched. Your glory will not be dimmed. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody celebrate God with a good clap offering wherever you are. Paul did not die because people stood with him. Sometimes some, some people will reject you. Some people will write you off. Things will not work. All you have to do is to connect with the right person. Jesus was carrying his cross to Golgotha. It got to a time he was tired. I don't know what would have happened if Simon did not show up. The man on the floor who was beaten in the book of Luke, if the good Samaritan did not show up, what would have happened? Moses on the river now. A Pharaoh's daughter did not locate. But you see, God will always provide your destiny connector. That is why you must refuse to die. That is the target of the enemy to punch you. He doesn't care whether you go to heaven or hell. He wants to just end your existence. You must fight to survive because help is on the way coming. Don't let the help arrive when you are absent. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering.
the situation will not remain the same. I leave you with a scripture that David left for Solomon and it will change your life. Go to the house, study it, read through all the versions of the Bible concerning these verses. Your character, your attitude, your posture, your mindset about life will change. First Kings chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. I end with this scripture. I feel the power of the Lord. First Kings chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. David was about to die. He called his son Solomon. He began to speak words to him. And look at what he said. Look at the scriptures. We are going to look at three versions. And then we get a prayer and we go. The Bible said, David is speaking. I go the way of all the earth. That means I'm about to die. May you come to this point. May you not die suddenly. May you know how, when you exit. I thought you say amen. Yeah. David knew, Jacob knew, Isaac knew. You have to know. It's a blessing. You are not a criminal. You are not an armed robber. You, you are not a, a, a child of the devil. You must not die in the hospital shouting, hey, 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 hey. No, no, no. When your years are ripe, when you sleep, may the angels come for you. Yeah. You won't die suddenly. What a shock. No, no, no. We won't see what a shock. What are they talking about? What a shock, say. No, no, no. It will not be your portion. I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong. Therefore, be thou strong, my brother. My sister, be strong. You, 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 you can't use your mouth to say, I refuse to die, and then you behave like you are weak. You must, you must be strong. In life, you've got to have tenacity and capacity. What troubles can you stand? What battles? You are desiring the top, but you don't know the top is hot. It's not cool. They say the higher you go, the cooler it becomes. It's not true. The higher you go, the fiercest it becomes. Be strong, my son. Be strong. Solo, be strong. I'm sure that time he didn't get what the father was saying. But along the way, he realized it was true. Therefore, and show thyself a man. <laughs> show thyself a man. If you want to survive life, show yourself a man. Champions are not weaklings. Enough with the Are you not tired with the pampering? How many times will people encourage you and have sympathy on you? My son Solomon, be strong and show yourself a man. This kind of baby Christians in church, Charlie, the church cannot advance. Who? You, you've passed the milk of the word of God. Be strong and show yourself a man. 
you will not get any inheritance. So you see semicolon is about to explain what it means to show yourself to be strong and show yourself a man. So move to the next verse. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God. It's not easy to keep the charge. It's not easy to keep treasure. It's not easy. That's why they do save. When they do the save, they code it. Because it's something treasure. You put it there. Keep, keep the charge. Look, every great man in the kingdom is keeping a charge from the Lord. He's keeping a charge. Show me a great man in the kingdom. I'll show you a man who is keeping a charge. A charge to keep. I have a God to glorify. If you want to be great in the kingdom, if you want to refuse to die, keep the charge of the Lord. To walk in his ways. Now they'll say it's an archaic message, but we will preach it. We will preach it and we'll preach it. To walk in the ways. Those are when he told Solomon, be strong and show yourself a man. This is what he meant. Number one, keep the charge. It's not easy to, you see, I love that key. It's not easy to keep a charge. It's not easy to keep things. Yes, it's not easy. Keep this for me. It means that you have to give it an attention and secure it that it is never missing. What charge of the Lord are you keeping? We don't keep any charge. We don't have the mindset of people keeping the charge. So we easily backtrack. We easily give up. We easily withdraw. We easily become selfish, independent. There is no charge. There is no charge. I remember all the scholarships I had, 209, 211, to travel and study for seven years. I felt the charge of the Lord. I felt it. Choose. I said, no. There was a time I had to do something to keep the charge. You want to be great? Let's keep the charge of the Lord and walk in His ways. It's difficult to walk in his ways in our time. Because there are many messages to make you comfortable. Because it looks like many people are going in a certain direction. But David, at his point of death, he didn't say, learn how to calculate and balance your paper well. He didn't say, build more banks. He didn't say, hire more servants. He didn't say, get more workers. He didn't say, be more sensible. He said, no, be strong. Prove yourself a man. Number one, keep the charge of the Lord. Number two, walk in his ways. It's not easy to walk in the ways of God. It's a high call. But grace will come upon us. To keep his status and his commandment. 
and his judgment. Every situation we are facing today, God has judgment on it. Homosexuality, God has a judgment on it. What is it? We have to know and keep it. You want to travel, Obinya connection, Mao, Okoware, old woman. Then you come and give testimony. God has a judgment on it. God has a judgment on it. We should know it and keep it. And his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou may yet prosper. Ah, he didn't say go to. It's good to go to harvest. Go. I want. I want to hear somebody come to tell me that, Pastor, I've received an admission into Oxford or Harvest to read my master's, my PhD, that they'll pour all the oil in my office on you. But you see, when David was dying, at the point of death, he didn't say solo. Go to Harvard. Go to this. Go to that. It's good. But if you can do what I've told you, eh, thou will prosper in all that thou doeth. If you are an engineer with a company, you will prosper. If you're a hairdresser, you will prosper. If you're a pastor, you will prosper. If you can keep the charge, walk in my ways, keep my status, keep my commandments. Give me another version. Let me do that. Quickly, then we close. I feel the power of God, but we got to close. Do what God tells you. No, go take me to the verse 2. I am about to go the way of all the earth. Be strong. How many times do you want people to encourage you? You should be encouraging others by now. But after now, we are still putting you behind us and putting cloth and carrying you. You must be carrying people by now. As for you, be strong. So what you are made of in church today, you would think this brother or this sister is strong. So you shift your eye from him or her to another person just for you to turn and you look at him or her and say, ah, this one too be strong and show what you are made of. We are unbreakable. You say it. You always say it. Why are you breaking down? I am unconquerable. You are breaking down. You want the whole church, 300 and something people to come to your house. Everybody will give you word of exhortation. Yeah, sister. So, so, so. Show what you are made of, child of God. You are unbreakable. You refuse to die. Verse 3. what God tells you. You see the God is in capital letters. Be sure it is God. Do what God tells you. Walk in the path he shows you. Follow the life map absolutely, not 
impartially. I have been totally, absolutely loyal to you. You remember Elijah? Absolutely. Keep an eye out for the signpost. When you are backsliding, see it. When you are going off, see it. When you are entering into error in anything, see it. Keep your eye on the signpost. When you are going somewhere, there must be signposts. There's a sharp curve. There are speed ramps. Observe them. His course for life set out in the revelation to Moses. You see, so God was using David to give an instruction out of a revelation he gave to another man. God may not give you a revelation, but he will teach you from the revelation he has given to another man and be humble enough to learn. Are you with me? The last part. Then you will get unwell in whatever you do and wherever you you go. Is it a good message? I didn't even see prayer there. And that is the sickness of the church. We have substituted everything with prayer. We don't give because we pray. We don't serve because we pray. We don't worship because we think prayer will handle it. We don't love because we think prayer will handle it. We don't live holy because we think prayer will handle it. We are not diligent because we think prayer will handle it. We are not excellent because we think prayer will handle it. We are not stretching because we think prayer will handle it. We stretch in prayer. We don't stretch in studies. We don't stretch in love. We don't stretch in forgiveness. We don't stretch in forbearance. So obi till we church but we free church We don't stretch in anything but when it is prayer we will attend the council of the enemy. I'm sure very soon we will use the Jerusalem dance to to pray. Rise up on your feet. I want you to lift up your two hands and talk to God. You see, you see, whatever you do, they didn't say go and increase your professional career. It's good, go. In fact, I won't tell a lot of you. I'm, I'm very sure in five years' time, I want to see doctors, everyone, state and doctor this. We want to invite doctor this. We want to invite doctor. Uh-huh. In two parts, half of the women are doctors. You know that you have to go to school. Cannot come as well, Pastor. Getting this tabletop business, I want to increase the tabletop. I want to improve more tabletop. I say, hey, please, please. <laughs> what we want to do, tabletop business won't help us. <laughs> I'm challenging you. I'm provoking you. I'm provoking you. Your SS certificate is not enough. If you can keep this charge, if you can walk in my ways, if you can observe the signposts, 
whatever you do, whatever you do, there are some seminars you are going, eh? you, you, you are overloaded. You, what you went last year, you have not even digested. You have not digested to obey. You are going for another one. Apostle, who crowd books? They will call seminars. First one, who crowd books? They will call Besides that, what was the 21 laws of leadership? What's the first one? Um, um, you and Dr. Tabo said, Stop chasing after things, become just become something, and the things will chase after you. Who are you? What are you? What do you represent? And Jesus asked, Who do men say that I am? Who are you? The president doesn't need to pray for a car. He doesn't need to go to a chair and pray. He doesn't need to. The chief justice doesn't need to pray for a car. That thing comes with cars. Comes with luxury. Become. And things will follow you. In one minute, begin to call forth your spirit into manifestation. Refuse to give up. Refuse to end up in that situation. Refuse to end up like your parents. Speak to your soul to understand something from today. You are not going to allow your spirit and your soul and your life to end like your father or your mother. But what God has purposed for you, for the plans that I have for you, they are good and not of evil. Eyes have not seen nor ear heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man. What God has prepared for them that love him. I pray in the name of Jesus. If you are watching us and you are in the building, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will not die in that shame. You might be you might be in a situation, a very shameful situation, a situation that brings disappointment, a situation that does not bring glory, and you are struggling to pull through. I came in the name of Jesus to encourage you and to let you know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is glory at the end. You don't need to give up. You don't need to fold the towel. You don't need to throw in the towel. Don't fold the folder because God is coming. You don't know May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. In the name of Jesus. When you go on your knees, may the Lord answer you. May the Lord defend you in the name of the God of Jacob. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every resistance to your death we resist it right now. Every attack on your destiny, we arrest it right now. Any flood that wants to take you away, we block it right now. When the enemy comes against us, like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard. We declare Let the banner of the Lord, let the defense of the Almighty be lifted on your favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Refuse to die. Refuse to give up. Refuse to run up your life. This is not your last stop. This is just a bus stop. It doesn't matter what you lost. It doesn't 
matter who left your life. It doesn't matter who rejected you. It doesn't matter who wrote you off. It doesn't matter your background. Your background is not the reason why you should fail. You have no excuse. And Paul told the church, oh man, you are inexcusable. There is no excuse for you to give up. There is no excuse for you to die. Oh Stephen, you have no excuse. You want to pray in the next 30 seconds and receive the grace of the Lord. Receive the mercy of the Lord. You will push through. You will push through by the strength of the Lord. You will make it in the name of Jesus. A charge to keep I have A call to glorify And never die In soul to say And feel for the sky To say the prayer Come on. Our call is to fulfill. To do my master's will. Attached to keep, I have echo katala baba balaba kibala baba baba. And David said, "Thy word have I kept in my heart, have I hidden in my heart, have I preserved in my heart? May we get the grace to preserve kada boshakataya to serve the present day." I wish I had those words. My calling to fulfill, oh, may it all my powers engage to do my master's will, attached to keep I have a God to glorify. Come on, lift your right hand if you are watching us. And never done is so to say and fit it for the sky to save the present day. My calling to fulfill, Katadaba, who made it all my powers and gifts. To do my master's will, to do my master's will, to do my master's will, to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen.